sleep that knits up the raveled sleeve of care. The death of each day's life, sore labor's bath, balm of hurt minds, great nature's second course, chief nourisher in life's feast. From William Shakespeare. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for the new to first quarter snow moon, February 4th to 11th, 2011. This is from the Almanac Archives, Natural Events. Well, sleep is natural, especially in the winter. Hibernation is not just for bears. With the weather forbidding the snow deep and the nights long, what better than to catch up on all that sleep we lost last summer or last year or back in our 20s and 30s when sleeping was optional and partying wasn't? Now that I'm older, hibernation done right can be an extreme luxury. After dinner, I'll sit by the stove and get drowsy over a theology text or a history of the transcendentalists or maybe something by Robert Parker. And then when my eyes start to close, I'll hoist myself up one more time, brush my teeth, give my honey a kiss, and pad up to our huge bed in the cold northeast bedroom from which you can see both the mountain and the bay. One more page of Emerson or Alcott with my skull on the pillow and my bones under the quilt and brothers and sisters, I'm gone where good bears go. Bears have it easy, though. You know, all they have to do is fatten up on free wild blueberries and beech nuts and then find a warm den for the winter and let nature take her sweet course. Well, we don't have it quite so easy for one thing, Some people are morning people, and some are night people, and wouldn't you know it, they often end up marrying each other. And for another thing, bears don't have to go to work or school or shovel snow all through the long winter. Here's a rank opinion. Anyone who has tried to rouse a dormant teenager at dawn throughout four years of early morning calculus or civics or European history classes may see... The sublime wisdom of starting school at a saner hour, as many secondary schools now do. Experts may one day find evolutionary reasons for all of this. Survival once dictated that some stalwart souls stay awake at night to tend the fires and fight off the giant marauding two-toed sloths or whatever to save their sleeping village from destruction. What's more, Human young have always done their courting at night. No courting, no babies, no more babies, no more us, see? Staying up late makes survival sense. Now, students, show this to your parents, who may not yet be too old to remember, and if that doesn't work, try reading this or listening in bed. It could help send you right off to dreamland. Here's a field and forest report. For this quarter moon, yes, the black bears are slumbering soundly in their dens for the duration, and the little brown bats in the attic, and the wood frogs in the mud of the pond. 
But on milder nights, the skunks may rouse themselves and dig about in the dark, and the porcupines may rise to greet the cold dawn with reverence. During the day, chipmunks and gray squirrels tunnel through the deep snow in the yard searching for spilled sunflower seeds, and chickadees, finches, woodpeckers, and even a cardinal fuss at the feeders. At night, the birds retire to their roosts under snow-laden branches to hunker down, slumber lightly, and knit up the raveled sleeve of winter care. Sleep, sleep soundly, one and all. And here are some sleep pods to carry to bed with you tonight. First from Woody Allen. The lion and the calf shall lie down together, but the calf won't get much sleep. And from Leo J. Burke. People who say they sleep like a baby usually don't have one. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and sleep for yourself. <laughs>